So, of course, Trey and I made our projections a little bit earlier for the Virginia Tech at UVA football game, which is part of a mammoth week and Saturday of college football coverage. Starts at 9 a.m. with our next guest, Bud Foster, former defensive coordinator at Virginia Tech, Foster and Friends host as well. He'll join us from 9 to 10 a.m. on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. And then a gap before we get you set for Ohio State at Michigan, leading into Virginia Tech at UVA. So a big weekend of football on Saturday, and that's day three of five straight days of action. Thanksgiving Thursday, Friday, of course, NFL Sunday and Monday as well on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. And we mentioned it as well already Bud Foster, the aforementioned former defensive coordinator for the Virginia Tech Hokies and now the host of Foster and Friends, which we're privileged to carry for you every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and across the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Bud, a pleasure to speak with you. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. And uh, as we get to this time of year, certainly Virginia Tech and UVA, the game itself is a big point of emphasis for you guys. What do you and your family and your staff try to do for the players around the Thanksgiving holiday, knowing that you want to enjoy the game, I'm sure, but also you've got business to take care of in a couple days? Yeah, well, first of all, Ed, thanks for having me on the show again, and happy Thanksgiving to to you and your family and your listeners and just Hope everybody has a has a blessed uh, blessed uh, Thanksgiving and a great weekend. Yeah, nothing like rivalry weekend, right? And uh, but I, I will say this: it, it's this game is such a, a big game in the state for recruiting and bragging rights, all those type of things. But then we did take some time. Obviously, your players are away from their families this time of year uh, at practice. You know, um, we practiced on Thursday. We we had a Thanksgiving dinner for our players and and uh we tried to make it as special as possible you know for them while they're away from their loved ones but uh we wanted them to know and that we they have family here so we would uh, we would have all of our families together they'd be around the players and that's part of it it's just an extended family uh within your 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 team and and um you know and that's that's something that we wanted to make it special for those those guys that our families wanted them to know they appreciate so much what they put into it. You know, besides what the coaches do, you know, they really appreciate that from the family's perspective, you know, the coaches' families, you know, what the kids put into it and the sacrifices they make and, and particularly being away from their families. At least as coaches, we're, we're with our families, you know, and, and, and the young men and, and women that are involved in our program are not at this time usually. And so uh, we try to make it as special as possible for them. Coach Foster VT is his Twitter handle, of course. Former defensive coordinator at Virginia Tech, Bud Foster, is with us here in the fast lane. You mentioned all the little things that you put together, and uh, and this could certainly lead to a much bigger topic of players and relating to them now, especially with transfers and name, image, and likeness. Has that changed at all, how a coaching staff should approach something like relatability and making them part of the family on Thanksgiving? Or is it a more, the whole real recognizes real thing, that if you're real as a coach and you genuinely care about the players, including around the Thanksgiving holiday, the players will see that and vice versa? Yeah, I, I personally think, Ed, and I know we've talked about different things over the over the times I've been on the show, I do still think relationships are critical in this day and age. Obviously, with the portal, with NIL, you know, NIL is one thing. I think the portal is another from the standpoint of 
you know, when you're transparent as a coach and you're open and, and you're able to communicate and, and show the players that, you know, you have their best interests at heart regardless of what the situation is on and off the field. But being able to communicate that, you know, I still think, you know, that's a big, big driving part of this. Now, NIL is one thing. I mean, there, there might be some kids that are chasing the, chasing the money, you know, that way. But at the same time, that's just going to be a short-term deal. I mean, there's only a there's that elite group that's going to get the upper ten percent of everything, and everybody else falls in that, in my opinion, that other category. But um, you know, it, it's still about the relationships and and that the bonds you have creating within your teammates and those type of things. And you know, and in particular, I look at Virginia and Virginia Tech. You know, you're getting two programs that are, or I see improvement, I see growth. Two programs that in the last uh, 30 years have had, you know, some great success. And, um, you know, you see that coming back. And it, it's still, I still think it builds off of relationships when it's all said and done because it makes it tough. When somebody really cares about you, it makes it tough to leave. You know how it is even when, you, when you're at home. It's, uh, you know, you, you have that, that closeness, that bond. There's that caring feeling. There's a love that's kind of unconditional love. And, and sometimes those things are hard to – to leave, you know, and that, I hope that's, I know that's what Coach Pride's building, and I'm, I'm sure uh, Tony's doing the same thing up at UVA. Bud Foster with us here in the Fast Lane, of course. We're at Fast Lane Ed Lane on our socials. Coach Foster VT on Twitter to keep up with Bud, and of course he'll be part of our big Saturday of college football starting at 9 a.m. with Foster and Friends. Uh, the Virginia Tech game, of course, will go on the air for that uh, after Michigan-Ohio State uh, as we have a lot of action coming for you this coming weekend, and Bud Foster gracious enough to join us here in the Fast Lane but be honest with us. You mentioned Thanksgiving meals with players around the Thanksgiving holiday. Does that have a different undertone than maybe those off-season meals after a spring practice or the spring game or off-season conditioning? Because when you're having Thanksgiving meals with your players, I would imagine there's got to be an undercurrent that beat UVA is still understood as the ultimate goal for that week. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. I mean, in, everybody knows that uh, there's a task at hand. Um, but, you know, the one thing that we really tried to uh, communicate with our guys is there's a time to turn the switch off and a time to turn the switch on. And meaning when you're away from the, the building, away from the practice field, away from the game field, hey, be yourself. You know, let's enjoy one another. Let's, uh, you know, enjoy the moment. And then obviously once you cross that line to get into, you know, the walk into the locker room and that type of thing, we've got to be able to get into that game mode and that mindset, you know, or go, go into those meeting rooms. And, and that, that's, that's the fine balance that you and you try to, you know, that was a big part of our mantra on the lunch pail was win. What's important now, you know, that's what we had on our lunch pail. And really I wanted our guys to be able to focus on the moment, regardless of what it was, whether it was on the field or off the field, and, um, you know, but there is still in the back of your mind, you know, there is a, a, a big time football game ahead, you know, and there's a lot on the line for Virginia Tech this week. Uh, we didn't quite get it done last week against a good uh, NC State football team, uh, but we, we still have bowl uh, eligibility opportunities to, uh, to create and have a winning record. Uh, in, in the ACC this season. I know Virginia has played extremely 
every game except for a couple, they've been in. I mean, it's come down to the wire. And, and offensively, they do some really good things. The quarterback is a dynamic player. So I know in the back of their mind there's still that game ahead of us that's a big-time game and has uh, you know big ramifications as far as bragging rights, recruiting, all those kind of things. And, and you see two programs that have been the top programs in the state wanting to they're scrapping and clawing and trying to get back to that level and so this is going to be a big game and and virginia's playing well offensively we're playing pretty good offensively defensively you know it's it's going to come down to who makes a couple stops here and there so i know that's still in the back of the guys minds as they're approaching this week and you know a little bit of thanksgiving meal but uh, at the same time we really try to get those guys to you know be able to enjoy the moment so to speak how much easier, if at all, is it for Virginia Tech to flush the disappointment of that NC State performance on senior night, knowing that you flip around and you've got a trip to UVA, it's your in-state rival, and if you get a win, you can still become bowl eligible and extend your season by about a month? Yeah, I mean, that's a they get kind of a second chance, so to speak, you know, and uh, but it's always tough to go on the road. We have not been a great road team. Uh, though our last road trip up to Boston College, we, we went up and played. They played really, really well. And, uh, you know, we've just got to go do it again. It still comes down to one play at a time, going 1-0 and each play. And, uh, yeah, we've just got to go up and play well, be consistently good on bo- in all phases of the game, offense, defense, and the kicking game. And uh, we got to do a good job of corralling the quarterback. Uh, you know, UVA's young quarterback, I've been really impressed. I watched a lot of film this week on, on – uh, UVA and and uh, I tell you he's a he's a dynamic young athlete and and he's kind of a guy that's given uh, Virginia Tech fits as far as his mobility and the ability to run and create some plays and and do some you know quarterback reads and those type of things you know he's going to be a challenge for for us to defend but uh, yeah we get a second chance and you gotta you, you've gotta you gotta have a you know a short memory so to speak as far as you know, your feelings were hurt last week. we got to go on and, 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 and uh, take advantage of the opportunity we have ahead of us right now. You've referenced Anthony Calandria. Bud Foster, of course, has done that. Former Virginia Tech defensive coordinator, now host of Foster and Friends. Saturdays, 9 to 10 a.m. on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and the Virginia Talk Radio Network. And Bud is joining us in the fast lane. He also was pretty emphatic after the win against Duke by saying, not if we beat Virginia Tech, but when we beat Virginia Tech. Was that ever bulletin board material? Be honest with us. We're talking amongst friends here, bud. Uh, was that ever <laughs> bulletin board material when you would hear something like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, we would, uh, for sure, I would pride myself in particular, and I know Coach Beamer would too, but, but uh, you know, any anything I could find that could give us motivation to, um, you know, to any game, but particularly our in-state rival. You know, and I think that's the one thing that and, and that we always used as uh, fuel for the fire for us. You know, we beat them in my time. We were twenty-one and four. In my time as a, as the coordinator, but it seemed like every time, you know, we were the underdog. And, you know, I just wanted to play that mindset. It was just they just always had that that feel, or you know, we came across with that feel that Virginia, regardless of what their record was, they always felt like they were better than you. You know, and that's kind of what we we. We use this fuel the fire. bulletin board material that you know creates that mindset that hey, 
they just think they're better than you and they're going to come out and outplay you, you know. And so what are you going to do about it? Because still when all the chatter and all that hype goes away, it still comes down to who is going to, for that 60 minutes, who is going to out-execute, give more effort, be more disciplined, be more relentless, you know, in, in their assignments and, and their consistency. That still comes down to who's going to win the football game. The hype and the chatter, that, that adds fuel to the fire, but at the end of the day, that does not make a play for you. You know, you've got to go out and execute and perform when it's all said and done. And that's, you know, that's going to be what, we, what, what Tech has to do to, to uh, take that next step to be able to extend their season another month or so. Looking ahead to the Virginia Tech at UVA game with Bud Foster, who is part of our big Saturday coverage leading into that game. We'll kick it off, actually, with Foster and Friends, 9 to 10 a.m. on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. And, of course, we'll have the Tech UVA game for you as well right here on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Uh, you referenced Anthony Calandra, quarterback for Virginia, and what he's done as far as a player standing out and schematic-wise for Virginia. H- how much do you lose sleep if you're Brent Pry at Virginia Tech or Chris Marvin at Virginia Tech? No knowing what you mentioned earlier, that schematically there are a lot of things that look like they've been very good for this Virginia Cavalier team and the Virginia Cavalier offense, but they haven't quite put it together for a win all as often as they would want uh, at just three and eight entering this game. How much do you worry that that's something that could flip when you're playing them? Well, without a doubt, like I said, in this game, you can throw the records out. I mean, it still comes down to, um, you know, that rivalry and, you know, you can go – in Virginia's case, go four and eight. That would be that one win right there, and then finishing off with beating Duke. And then if you beat your in-state rival, that really builds some momentum going into the off season. You know, and the same thing for Virginia Tech. I mean, we we played better and showed big improvement uh, the last half of the season. Um, you know, but then to beat your in-state rival to catapult you to bowl eligibility, and then you know we've got to, that. You know, that would be momentum as well but yeah i mean we've got to do a great job you know brendan armstrong last week um you know was a factor in the game i mean they they did uh and robert and i who you know was at uva i had the utmost respect for i thought he uh did a great job with his game plan and and keeping the ball in, in brendan's hands and i'm sure uh you know that's going to be something that tony and his staff are going to look at offensively is is you know the 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 capabilities of of uh, you know Calandria is as far as his ability to do decide plays quarterback runs but also his ability to when things aren't there to create you know we've got to do a good job of compressing the pocket not allowing him escape routes and and then being good and, and being in good in situations where you can have an athlete on an athlete, so to speak, on those zone read plays or, you know, quarterback run type plays, you know. And uh, so that's going to be something that, you know, Brent and, and Chris, Marv, have had to do a, a, a great job of trying to scheme that up this week to make sure that, uh, you know, they keep the quarterback corral. Because I think, you know, you're looking at – I think he's averaging close to 280 yards a game total offense. I mean, you know, he he does some really really good things. I mean, I've been impressed with his athleticism, his speed, his his he's got a live arm. Um, you know, and I've just been I've been impressed by his his uh, his skill set and then his abilities. Bringing things.
things to a close with our chat with Bud Foster, former Virginia Tech defensive coordinator and the host of Foster and Friends, Saturdays 9 to 10 a.m. during the football season and beyond the football season. Uh, that show airs on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and uh, our Virginia Talk Radio Network platforms. Um Virginia Tech, they've made progress in football from last year to this year. They've got more wins. Uh, they've been close in a number of games. Uh, but there have been some disappointing performances as well. Does yeah. it does it elevate this season? Does it define it as a success or failure if they beat Virginia and get to a bowl game? Or is that a separate conversation? Well, I think it's uh, – well, you're seeing improvement either way. And I think any time you can go to a bowl game – I know bowls – now they're saturated a little bit more than what they used to be. But at the same time, that's a reward for, you know, putting yourself in a position to to, to be competitive. If we can win, you know, we had a couple disappointing losses early. The quarterback for Virginia Tech has made a big difference. Uh, Kyron Jones has done, or uh, Drones has done a, um, has shown that he is uh, capable of leading this football team. And, and, and you all of a sudden you see some confidence you know, around the whole football team, you know, from having his ability to play and be a playmaker and make some throws, make some runs, those type of things. But I I think they look at this season as a success. There's a big improvement, but they'll also look back and say, boy, what if, you know, and um, and that's behind you now. So you everything comes to this one game right here that you put the past behind you and – but. There's lessons learned, whether it's from the losses or from the successes. Now we've got to put all those things together and then go out and put a, you know, put on display a, a great execution. You know, a game plan offensively, uh, you know, defensively fitting proper and finishing and running the ball and finishing plays. You know, and I know that's what UVA is going to be demanding, but that's that's what we have to do at, at Virginia Tech, and and we've done that at times. You've seen the improvement. Um, but the biggest thing I'm sure they'll look back is just consistency, and, and and that's that's the part of success to be to be the type of team that not just competitive to be a a, a a champion brand. You've got to be consistently good, and that's what uh, they'll look back and say. That's where we've got to be better. And certainly, that's a goal that stands out even beyond uh, that with Virginia Tech football and where they can go in uh, a win, of course, not only gets them to bowl eligibility, but there's got to be, I would imagine, a little extra sweetness. Not that they're not sweet when you get a victory in Blacksburg, but when you're able to go on the road to Charlottesville, I would imagine there's some extra extra joy and satisfaction they would take if they're able to pull that off as well. Yeah, that was always a, you know, a, a great place for us to go up and play. We kind of claimed it as uh, Lane Stadium North because until they probably changed their ticket policy at UVA, we had more fans in the stands than they did, you know, and uh, and that made it nice. And you know, with that, when when I had the lunch pail, every road game was a turf game, and so it was nice to always take a piece of that sod out of uh, you know out of Scott Stadium and put it in the lunch pail. You know, the one thing I will I did my last uh, time playing UVA, we we did. Um, they did beat us, you know, and they went on and, and uh, played for the uh, – they won the Coastal Division Championship, which, you know, that's the thing about this game. Over the years, it's been a factor, you know. I know at one time we were in the Big East and they were in the ACC, but we were both really good, and that was a factor, particularly in bowl games and that type of thing, you know, at the going to the better bowls. And then when we became in the ACC, you know, um, there was a handful of times that if we don't win that game that we don't – you know, win our division, you know, and there was times that we were, they kind of where they, we are now that we could make it disappointing for them 
to be bowl eligible. So there, this game always had a it was a, there was a it was a big game, you know, regardless of what the situation was. It, but it was a, it was a big game, and and I'm glad to see it's it's back. And and uh, you got two programs, two coaches that are wanting to recruit in state, and you know that's gonna that's gonna set the tone for uh, you know for days ahead as far as recruiting battles and that type of thing. So this is I'm excited for the game. I'm looking forward to watching it. And, um, you know, and, um, and it should be a great weekend for college football as well. It should, and we'll enjoy it starting Saturday at 9 a.m. with Foster and Friends leading us into our big Saturday that it will be capped off by Virginia Tech at UVA and Bud Foster joining us in the fast lane. Bud, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it very much. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it, and, and thank you. And like I said, appreciate you guys uh, putting Foster and Friends on the air and um uh, but uh, wish you all nothing but uh, uh, a great uh, Thanksgiving weekend and uh, enjoy your family. Right back at you, and we'll have to catch up again to discuss the other local news of Brian Steinspring being charged with leading the Roanoke program uh, as they start football. That is a topic, though, that we'll call a tease, bud, for a later date and time so that we can have an excuse to catch up with you again. Yeah, I'd, I'd love it. I'm excited for Brian, but I'd love to. I'd love to chat about that. But, hey, thank you so much, Ed, and and, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, my friend. Indeed. Back at you. Bud Foster with us here in the Fast Lane. We're grateful for his time. We're very thankful for yours as well. Thank you so much for being a part of our – uh, schedule and being us being allowing us to be a part of yours whenever and however you consume the fast lane, fast lane, Ed Lane, where you listen to podcasts, fast lane, Ed Lane, and Trey Lyle VT on the socials, and of course, weekday afternoons, 5 to 6 p.m. on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. And yes, convenient that we plug that knowing that we're off Thursday, Friday for football, plus more on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. The CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg Facebook page for those updates. In the meantime, thank you for being a part of our schedule, allowing us to be a part of yours and have a wonderful and happy and blessed Thanksgiving to you and yours. We're back Monday afternoon, 5 to 6, looking back on the clash for the Commonwealth Cup between Virginia Tech and Virginia, plus plenty more on the Liberty Flames, JMU Dukes, and more here in the Fast Lane, coming up after Thanksgiving on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.